Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 105.3 FM HD2. Kenner, New Orleans. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program of eating and drinking and restaurants and cooking and wine and in the first hour, we were talking a lot about festivals, which are taking over the whole world, uh, at least our little corner of it. And, uh, and we let it because we want to know all this stuff, and we're all looking for uh, our slice of fun. Molly Kimball is here. Speaking of fun, uh, let's, uh, <laughs> I don't even know. What, I have no idea what I mean by that. Welcome to our show. It's, a, we, it's been a while since we last spoke about uh, must. Must be at least five day five days ago. Or, well, yes, yeah. I've missed seeing you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, how are things going uh, in the world of eating well? You know, exciting. We've got a lot of um, different kind of fun things and yeah. unique. So, in addition to the restaurants that we usually work with with Eat Fit, we've been working with schools, as you know, and we had our Eat Fit King Cake earlier this year. And yeah. We've been incorporating Eat Fit at festivals, which is exciting. And so, um, you know, that's been something that's kind of goes along with our mission of meeting people where they are and, you know, where are people out living their life. And we know that not everyone wants to make that healthy choice if they're at festivals. And we're not saying you have to, but for those yeah. people who are really trying to kind of stay on track or keep things in check nutritionally, we want to take the guesswork out of it. Oh, what do, what exactly do you mean by that? I'm I'm not sure. I, <laughs> I, I it's it, it's so, in there somewhere, and it doesn't sound all that confusing to me. But yeah. then again, I'm kind of goofy. So um, yeah. So with um, you know, with Eat Fit, that's kind of our whole mission is trying to help someone not be that person that mm-hmm. is having to make these special requests or get this sauce on the side or put this with this or, you know, kind of all these special special requests. So with Eat Fit, we do that work for you. So we work with restaurants or with festivals. For French Quarter Fest, for example, we had um, a bunch of different vendors. You see the Eat Fit seal on the menu board, and we've worked with those vendors to create dishes that are Eat Fit approved. And so then someone can know that they can be out at French Quarter Fest and they may say, man, my favorite is the, the big splurge of whatever it is, that, that kind of once a mm. year, that's my one time I get it, is out at French Quarter Fest. But if you're out there for multiple days at any of the festivals or throughout festival season, you probably don't want to do that every time or at least not all day at all the different festivals. Yeah, what's the gonna, point? Yeah, and you don't feel so great. You're going to be playing catch-up after that, a lot of nutritional catch-up. So. With um, with the festivals, we really like it because it's having that option out there to let you know with the vendors. What we've done with Jazz Fest is a little bit different, and it's actually a hidden menu at Jazz Fest. And so what this means is, um, you know, I've been working with the vendors for the past 10 years or so. I write for the Times-Picayune and NOLA.com and have been covering Jazz Fest since about 2009 of 
all the nutritious items out there and the vendors are pretty consistent. There's not a lot of change in the vendors. And so I've been become very familiar with which items are healthy and how you can order things and what can go with what to make it nutritious. So the cool thing is that the vendors, if you go to, and we have on our eatfitnola.com, we have a list of the vendors and also on our eatfit smartphone app, we have the vendors and also um, the nutrition facts for that. And so if you tell, um, if you go to, any of them and you say that you want to eat fit style, they know that that means, you know, without the rice, double veg, or without the vermicelli noodles, and instead they'll give... Why don't you just call fits? Uh, I'll be happy to to help out. Uh, Did you get it? Just uh, ask for fits. I mean, that's my name, you know, no, you know, but but now the timing is shot completely. But uh, that you, you always run that risk. <laughs> yeah, wait, it's, since I've interrupted you uh, already, can I can I carry this a little bit farther sure. uh, for a long time? And it still goes on today, although to a lesser degree than it used to. Uh, people would call me up on the radio or on the phone, or even send me emails and, and all the rest of the communications that we have these days. And they would say, I'm looking to go out to a, a restaurant where they have, you know, uh, uh, gluten-free this or that, or low-fat yeah. this or that. And and uh, these are all very real uh, things that have to be obeyed. Or at least you have to be aware of uh, of those issues if you indeed have any problem with them. And uh, the, the people would call and they would say, oh, we're so frustrated. We can't find anybody who who does uh, the garlic and sardines with the uh, the low-fat uh, fabrine. <laughs> and I, and, and I, I said, listen to me, and, and, and I, I'm now at throwing the ball to you and tell me, if what I'm saying is crazy or or is reasonably reasonable. So I'm asked this question, and I say, you know, the truth is these days you can go to just about any restaurant at all with the exception of maybe the little ones, that the little neighborhood places that have a limited menu. But in terms of like a real restaurant where there's a serious chef back there doing serious work, uh, you can walk into any restaurant in New Orleans and say, hey, I, I'd like to have this made uh, low sodium or whatever. And uh, and you will get it. I, I don't find that any chefs uh, have a problem with it. It's, they consider it part of the program now. True or false? Yeah, I think that you're right. And a lot of the chefs look at it as a challenge. You know, um, it's a way for them to, you know, it can be a challenge to make it fit these needs and still taste good, you know, oh, yeah, it's that's, really easy. That's essential. you got to have the yeah. good taste. Yeah, and so I think that a lot of them say, well, gosh, it's easy if we have white flour, sugar, butter, um, but it's, you know, whenever they're trying to do it and still meet these nutritional needs, it takes a little bit of skill and a little bit of strategy, and then when they uh-huh. make it, they're really proud of it, you know? Yeah. Well, it's uh, it, it, this has ceased being... Uh, a mystery, and it is now yeah. pretty much universal. You just have to ask for it. Uh, it's true, and, and so that's the key is to know that it's not every vendor at Jazz Fest. And Tom, I, uh, I I'm actually in transit right now, and I thought I was going to be a lot quicker than I am. And so I'm sorry if we can hear the road noise in the background, but I'm. Oh, uh, I I didn't notice it, so I'll let okay, you know good. if I do. Uh, <laughs> okay, good. Well, um, so I think 
you know, realizing that not every vendor out at Jazz Fest has the Eat Fit hidden menu. Mm-hmm. So go into eatfitnola.com. You can see which vendors out there are offering the Eat Fit hidden menu. And then you don't have to remember it. So we have the Eat Fit smartphone app. You can download that. And then when you're out there at Jazz Fest, you can look around. You see what's available, what to order. And then what's cool is we have the nutrition facts for each of those dishes. We have, um, you know, if somebody is washing their sodium, they're washing their carbs, et cetera. We have all that out there for even yeah. these dishes out of Jazz Fest, which is really cool. Mm, yeah. Well, that's come a long way since uh, you know what. Or yeah, do you? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. and again, kind of knowing that it's not, it's, you know, I have my favorites that when I go to all these places, man, I'm going to want to have it. I'm going to want to indulge because that's part of the experience of going there is having, you know, at Jazz Fest, I love the oyster patties. At um, French Quarter Fest, I love the Muriel's goat cheese and crawfish crepes. So there's things that mm-hmm. we're going to have these things because they're delicious. But, you know, we can always also kind of intersperse with these other things that are more nutritious and really if we're having these throughout the day, we're leaves us feeling pretty solid. My favorite uh, dish uh, for Jazz Festival is something that I stay very, uh, I, I always have it, but I, I do it on a limited way, and that is boudin. <laughs> yeah. There, there's, this is not something that can really be brought down to low-fat, low-calorie, low-everything. Uh, it can be done. You just eat less of it is the way I would approach that. Just don't eat as much what's, of it. What's different about the boudin there that stands out to you? Uh, wait, what? What? Say that again. Well, is it is there something special or different about the boudin there that you really like? No, I I don't know uh, what exactly it is, but I remember never ever having had boudin in my life. Gotcha. And yeah. I was I was uh, I, I went there and they had all the food was going from day one, and I said, well, let's see what this tastes like, and it yeah. tasted some kind of good, and I've been eating it ever since. But I I just cut back. Yeah, and I think that that's what's really key about it is the first place that I had an oyster patty, you know, is Jazz Fest. I was like, what is this creation? This is incredible. So I think that that's what so much of it is for us is the memories of these things that the first time we tried something maybe was there. And so I think it's really important to still have those and those things are there. Mm -hmm. But there's so many different ways that we can work with traditional Jazz Fest fare, too, to make it really good for us. That is a true fact. All of that is. Uh, let's see. Do you have a, a specific program going on right now on on any of this? Or oftentimes you do. Uh, what's what's happening? Yeah. So it is the Eat Fit, the Jazz Fest yeah. Hidden Menu. Mm-hmm. So specifically, it's called the Hidden Menu. And so if you go to, um, it's about a dozen or so Eat Fit, um, dozen or so Jazz Fest vendors that are offering Eat Fit versions of things. No so kidding. Uh, now who yeah. would have? Who would have thought that would ever happen, that you're combining, combining the, the Jazz Festival's food, which is outrageously good, yeah, and you're melding this into another yeah. approach to eating that is much lower in all of the things that might uh, yeah. hurt you? It's, it's really neat, and I think the vendors that offer these items that are more nutritious they know they're nutritious, and they're proud of that, the fact that they are good for you, and they also taste good. The thing is that a lot of times they may serve it with something that makes it not so great on the plate. So by ordering it the Eat Fit way from the Eat Fit hidden menu, they know that that means, okay, they don't put the white rice. They put more of the lean proteins or the, the veg, you know. So mm-hmm. they're basically taking what they're offering anyway 
and the ways that we're so instead of me saying here's 12 different vendors and 20 different dishes and here's how you have to remember to order each of them we take that all off the plate you just mm-hmm. have to say you wanted to eat fit style they know what that means and you've yeah. got it and so the list of all those vendors is on eatfitnola.com and then you can download the um eatfit smartphone app and you'll see mm-hmm. them all there too yeah, yeah you you uh you have brought up uh, one more thing and uh uh I, I think this is certainly true when you uh, can ask for something very specific, like you say, okay, the Eat Fit menu. Uh, this makes it very easy for everybody involved to, to, to get what you are saying should be. Or right. If, if that made any sense at all. I'm never yeah. quite sure. So. And then again, you're not having to decide, well, wait, I'm not sure what all comes with that. Does it come with rice? Does it come with milk? Yeah. Does it come with the sauce? You don't have to ask all those questions. Yeah. You know, like we've kind of done that legwork for mm-hmm. you, which is really neat. That's good. That's good. Well, yeah. uh, it's it's always nice hearing from you, uh, and I hope you are enjoying all of the festival things and the not-so-festival things, too. I was going to ask, are you going out to Jazz Fest this year? Uh, I have not been informed of that by my wife. My, my <laughs> wife uh, will let me know as soon as she lets me know. And, and that is I'm that. hoping to be out there Thursday. Oh, well, we may well run into you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope so. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, and always nice hearing from you. You're always welcome on our show. Uh, so uh, see you around. Yeah, talk to you soon, Tom. Thank you. Okay, uh, Molly Kimball. She's uh, obviously a nutritionist. Uh, I don't know if she is officially in terms of what degrees you used to have, uh, you have to have, but uh, anyway, that's, that's what she talks about. She's pretty smart with it, it seems to me, anyway. You are listening to The Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris, and we will return with more of it after first, please, this. Hello there. Welcome back. It's The Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. Uh, my main question today is, what did you do, where did you go on Easter Sunday or any of the other holidays that occurred at that same time? Uh, a few of them, in, and big ones, too, uh, all around. Uh, our number is 260-6368. We'd love to hear from you about anything at all having to do with the eating part of your life, which is, of course... Uh, absolutely necessary. A friend of mine used to be in the wine business, no longer with us, but uh, I always think about him and something he said once. He said, if you don't eat, you die. (laughs) Well, that's true. So uh, be careful. Uh, We'd love to hear from you about uh, wherever it is you've been eating. Our telephone number is 260-6368, And Stephen has joined us over here on the blue phone. Hey, I had 52 people for dinner. 52 people? Yeah. Where did you put them? In the backyard. (laughs) I guess that worked. Was it raining? No, it was pretty all day long. Yeah, I was just kidding. Well, so where, uh, what were these deluxe peeps that Marianne got for you? Deluxe, oh, uh, there, there was nothing particularly deluxe about them. The only one I have seen is the one that's kind of shaped like a little rabbit. Uh, I, but the, the one I remember, it, uh, it kind of looked like a little swoop. Uh, it's hard to explain. Uh, for those just joining us, uh, this is the candy known as Peeps. They are made out of marshmallow. They are usually yellow, although they have been in other colors. 
And there is a minor controversy, I wouldn't say raging, but it's floating around to the effect that uh, these peeps are either really good and wonderful, and it wouldn't be uh, Thanksgiving, excuse me, uh, it wouldn't be uh, Easter Sunday without them. And there's another line of thinking to the effect that uh, you would never want to touch those again as long as you live. I like them myself personally. Uh, but then again, I have been accused of a few uh, apparently uh, in ero- erroneous uh, ideas. Anyway, uh, that's uh, so. That was going on at your place. Were you you had some peeps? We didn't have any. I didn't see any peeps. No, nope, no peeps. Uh, there was some fresh made uh, uh, dark chocolate, um, uh, like Reese's cups. Only they were homemade. Uh huh. Dark chocolate. I did bring some of them home, uh, or kept some for myself. So. Oh, so um, you you have a taste for this. Well, I'm not. I know Marianne likes dark chocolate, but I don't like dark chocolate. I milk, ah. like milk chocolate, but the lady that made them made them all in dark chocolate, so you well, eat what you can eat. Yeah. Well, there's all kind mm. of uh, all kind of uh, things that have been said about dark chocolate that shows it as something very good for you to eat. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I I don't mess around with things that seem to be beneficiary. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Have a good okay. Day. See you later. It's the Bye. Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmaurice, 2606368. Yeah, you know, uh, that whole peeps thing made me forget, but it's hard to believe that I, I did forget this. But uh, when you think of Easter candy, you think about chocolate. I mean, come on. You know, things like... Uh, all of those things that Elmer's makes, gold bricks, you know, heavenly hash. A lot of people love a lot of that stuff, and uh, with good reason. It's it's a lot of it's very very well made. Uh, a few years ago, uh, the man who was the boss of the Elmer Candy Company uh, was on our show, and he brought this enormous box of uh, samples of the kinds of things that uh, Elmer's makes these days. And uh, I had no idea there were that many of them. There were mostly variations on the main theme. Uh, But I wound up eating more than I should have about all of those because they lasted for quite a while. I was uh, we we missed we missed him immensely here. We were looking for him to show up. Sometime. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, most of have... the staff around here was say, when when is Elmer's coming? Yeah, we haven't seen him in a while. But they, uh, I the the way they explain it to me, is that they sell so much product uh, that they can barely keep up with uh, the manufacturing process. It's just you know the demand is enormous. So I guess that's of, a good thing. Most of their stuff is uh, is is, is uh, seasonal. Yeah, yeah. And uh, for, for the, especially for the uh, that's why you have to Easter put the seasoning season. on yeah. it, right? Uh, we, oh yeah, <laughs> always yeah. Put a little bit of yeah. put a little bit of Cajun whatever on, yeah. on them, you know, spice them up a little bit. Yep, garlic sardines and you know things like that. Uh, not so much the garlic no, sardines. No, okay. no, no, no. Well, well, I'm. I'm uh, Little garlic sardines and some sugar, maybe. Well, you never can tell. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy ideas out there. Anybody got any ideas on what we should do now? I I need to know what to do now. Anybody? 260-6368. Um, 
So Easter is done with. If you went out to dine on Easter Sunday, you would be doing me a tremendous favor by calling me and telling me where it was that you went on on uh, Easter and what you had, if you want to give me all those details, if you don't want to spend much more time telling me these things, just tell me what you would be happy about uh, keeping up for a few minutes more. And uh, this would come in very handy because next year, uh, at around this time, uh, I'm going to get uh, emails and people who call in and want to know I'm looking for this or that. And uh, it's hard sometimes to say whether a, a hamburger or a, or a platter of seafood is going to be uh, the way you want it. Uh, but you, if you actually go to the restaurant and try it out, then, then you do know something. And that's what I'm hoping for. So if you go to any of these restaurants or any that you think might fit in somewhere, please call me and tell me, and that'll wind up on our data base. Next, next year, I, I make a collection. This year, I had 84 restaurants that were going to be open on Easter Sunday, uh, which is a lot. Most, uh, most uh, well, very few uh, other media even try to come out with a, a special menu for for this time of the year, and uh, but uh, it's worth getting. And people call me and ask me all the time, "Hey, do you have a list of all of the restaurants that are going to be open on Mother's Day?" Yes, I do. And thanks to the guy who talked to me about this last year, uh, I do have this info. So uh, uh, very simple. Just call, or, or you can send me an email, Tom at nomenu.com. And uh, if there's a place that you like, just tell me about it, and I will put it to good use. You will uh, get some mileage out of it some kind of way. 260-6368. Love to talk with you on the phone. How about it? Give us a call right now. You'll get right in. You won't have to wait at all. We'd love to know about where you've been eating lately, what, what you uh, wish were better at, let's say, the jazz festival or the... Uh, or the, well, the jazz festival coming up. Do you like the G jazz festival as well as you ever did in the past? So we're, we're gathering all this information for, for, for that. And in, in, in a couple of weeks, we'll have it ready for you, and, and there you'll be. You know how much that costs you? Nothing. That's radio. This is radio, American radio. It is and always has been a product made for free to listeners, and it's always been that way. And I know there's a lot of services on online and you know all that, but uh, where the really where the real money and the real activity gets going is right off of uh, right off the uh, the business end of of sending you a newsletter every day. We will return with more of the food show in a moment, but first, if you will, this hello, it's the food show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. I'm looking for uh, anybody who has something to say about uh, eating, about uh, cooking, about restaurants, about wine, about the whole thing. 260-6368 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you about uh, that and everything else on your mind about cooking and eating and all of that. We were talking about uh, you were? eating at the food, the, the, uh, 
the, the, the jazz fest. Yeah. And I consider yeah. myself the anti-eat fit person here. Oh? Uh, yeah, because I like to talk about the other stuff that they've got there that is not on Vicky's list. Oh, like what? Uh, well, say like uh, crawfish bread, and uh, mm-hmm. there is uh, shrimp bread and yeah. sausage and jalapeno bread out there. Oh, and, there's a lot of good things. You know, you know uh, the 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 dish that seems to come up most often. It's the um, it's the uh, I'm trying to remember what exactly they call it. It's uh, it's involved in something that is like spoon bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh gosh, what's the name of that? Well, we'll get to that here. Yeah. They also have the hot sausage poor boys, alligator yep. sausage poor boys, crawfish sausage Boudin. poor boys. Uh, there's uh, vocrasons. Yeah, do that. They do that kind of thing. Yeah, in here, but you know there is also a muffalata. Yep, there uh, is as a vegetarian muffalata. And a roast beef poor boy. Yeah, they've got and that. And a plate of red beans and rice. And they do that. Gumbo for two mm-hmm. different or maybe three different ways. Barbecue stuff like brisket and uh, yep. barbecue chicken. There is a, a, a the Crescent Catering out there is is got a thing if you like duck. They do a, a, a Cajun duck, poor boy, and a shrimp, uh, that Cajun is shrimp good. and duck pasta. That's, yeah, that's that's, that's a great dish. I really, really enjoy that. You ne- and you never know. And then there are some things that you wonder, how did this ever get on the menu to begin with? And the one that comes to mind, uh, for example, uh, there was this, uh, gosh, I can't remember the name of it now. Uh We'll come back to it in a minute, uh, but there are there are so many different uh, ideas that uh, come forth with this, and uh, the, you know, not many of the people who are there are in the restaurant business. Uh, there there are some, but not too many. I just remember what it was. There was one uh, vendor. Uh, it's from uh, Lafayette that was doing three different things. They had those red shrimp. Uh, they had uh, this. Uh, oh golly, what's it? I'm, I'm always on the the tip of uh, remembering what exactly this was. Uh, oh yeah, they were they were they were, they were doing the the red uh, shrimp, but they also had this really killer uh, uh, dish made uh, apparently for to start off as a as a gumbo, but then it was reduced down. To become something else again, and uh, anyway, it was just one of the best places to get anything on the whole jazz festival list. Well, and one of the things that is truly New Orleans uh, on on uh, in on the food that's out there is yakamane. Yeah, well, you know that's that's an interesting uh, dish. It, it is usually identified as soul fu- soul food Chinese eats. That's yeah. you know. And that's kind of what it is. But the funny thing about it is that that very idea is found just about everywhere in the, in the south, in the southern part of the United States. And uh, it's the same pretty much everywhere you go with it, although it, it also has a, uh, a certain kind of uh, style to it that uh, just make it a, a special sort of thing to try. One of the things that's been a staple at uh, at the Jazz Fest for years and years and years and years is a fried soft uh, soft shell crab poor boy. Oh yeah, 
uh, and the, then the people who make it too. The gallery, uh, gallery seafood restaurant. Gallery seafood, yeah. and they're uh, on on Metairie Road. They've been there for years and years. And uh, in fact, they were running the the seafood place before they got into the business of the jazz festival, uh, and they were doing pretty well with it. They were doing two soft shell crabs. Can you imagine that? And now they're—I don't know if they still give you two, but they—they're pretty generous about it, and it is a fresh product too, I think. One of the things that uh, we'll find there is something that you don't see very often. It's the spicy meat pies, the crawfish oh, pies, and things irresistible. like that that are out yeah. there, too. Hand food, which is really great when you're uh, walking around the festival. Now, yeah. there are some things to take, keep in mind while you're out there. You are outdoors. Yeah. It, is, it is just blooming summer out there. Yeah. You have the sunshine. And, uh, you know, you see a lot of people who come back absolutely red and toasted yeah. coming back from that. So what you need is a good hat, mm-hmm. sunscreen. Yep. You need to replace your electrolytes uh, every every now and again. So, you know, one thing that I used to do was, is, is get these little things with uh, these little uh, uh, envelopes with uh, the, the, uh, the, the drink in them that mm-hmm. replaces your electrolytes. Get a couple of those and chunk that into whatever you're drinking. Beer is not uh, filled with electrolytes. You have mm. to. You have to realize that. Well, they move a lot of it. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, they do an awful lot of it. So get yourself a drink, add some electrolytes to it because this will yeah. keep you going throughout the whole day. Otherwise, you will just be absolutely shot and dead. Yeah, at the the, end there of it. are. Oh wow, that sounds really foreboding. Uh, it is. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's the real world. Come on. It is the, the real world. The the music and everything is is very entertaining, but you have to take care of yourself to yeah. to make it through a whole day otherwise you're not going to get your money's worth. Yeah. Well, you know, um, the way I've always played that is that there are many different tents for many different kinds of music mm-hmm. and they have a way of putting in kind of like uh, second tier or third tier uh, bands, not to, to take anything away from these uh, musicians, they're they're terrific. But they often, a lot of them are in kind of offbeat styles of uh, of playing, and uh, and they tend to be put away in these tent in these uh, uh, tents. Yeah, got, there's a lot of little tents here. Yeah, there. and uh-huh. and you can just you can actually sit down, get out of the sun, get uh-huh. get something to drink, and just kind of l- relax for a little while instead of walking around uh, up and down because it can indeed get really hot out there. Yes, it can. Yeah. Now it looks like they're, they're going to have uh, a one really great week, which is the second week. It, the first week's going to start out a little... Thursday. Little, yeah, a little wet. Uh, but, hey, everything's going to be just fine for the rest of the uh, the rest of the fest. So uh, it's going to be, as usual, something yep. something that is totally New Orleans, uh, mm. including everybody else around the country. That's for sure. And everybody who comes here and leaves and goes home uh, sent tends to say the same thing, that this is the, the most uh, interesting and best 
festival of every, you know, all of the things you can do in New Orleans. I was I reading something uh, a while back, and uh, there, was, there was a guy put out a saying, I forget the guy's name, but he says, you know, in Vegas, uh, you, what's, what, what you do in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> what you do in New Orleans goes home with you. <laughs> That's about right. Yep. All right, well, thanks for all sharing all that with us. It's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. Uh, let's see, what else do we have to talk about? If in my newsletter today, I have a, a lot of uh, a lot of stuff you might like. I have a uh, a recipe for a crawfish uh, breads. That's I think that's what they actually call it. Uh, that's pretty good and. Um, the Gourmet Gazetteer has an interesting one today. It's Crawfish Creek. It's a small tributary of the Illinois side of the Wabash River uh, in the southernmost wedge of the state. If you ever looked at a, a state map of, uh, of uh, the, the Wabash especially, uh, but the, the creek and all of that, uh, you'll see things that you didn't know were there. Uh, certainly not the catfish or the crawfish. It turns out that that area actually has uh, pretty good crawfish in it, and it's different from the crawfish that we get around here. I've never tried it before, but I've had people tell me that it's good. Anybody listening out there ever get uh, crawfish from Crawfish Creek in Illinois? Uh it's, uh, you know, down the long way from where we usually hang out, but uh, who knows? Might be some, something waiting to happen. Crawfish are ubiquitous. You'll find them you in North that? Dakota <clears throat> all the way down. Hmm. That's true. And, y- you know, uh, the first time I saw them in a funny place was uh, I was in uh, uh, Finland, of all places. And uh, I was with a bunch of fin- Finnish people, and uh, it was the season for crawfish, and they went and got them, and they brought them out, and they were much bigger than I'm used to seeing. And uh, uh, not only that, but it was a totally different taste uh, and uh, and pretty good, actually. And they, they treat them differently. They don't boil them with uh, a lot of pepper. It's It goes into the pot with some lemon juice and uh, maybe some wine, but not a whole lot of other stuff. And it uh, uh, catches on over there. They, they, they eat a lot of crawfish. So it's not in, like, uh, you know, it's a lot of uh, crawfish boil, as we well, know. Well, no, no, it's just different. They don't, they don't use that, huh? Yeah. So it's Finnish crawfish boil. Finnish, yeah, and, and, uh, and uh, all the rest of uh, Scandinavia, too. Uh, but it's very, very mellow. There's nothing spicy about it at all it, it's it's flavored mostly with uh uh what's that stuff that has the the herbal kind of quality to it um so they dill sort of, dill dill dill, uh, dill is the oh, main okay. ingredient yeah so mm-hmm. it's sort of like you tr- we treat our fish so the, the, the stuff that we put on yeah. our our fish here yeah is more like what their crawfish are like is it would that be <clears throat> something like that yeah i think you know, it, that would uh I don't know if it will give you the uh, Nobel Prize for that. But so we're uh, not going to go know? over and get some crawfish Meunier, huh? Uh, who knows? Anything could happen. <laughs> if you get some, uh, get it while you can because you can't always. Trout. Two six zero six three six eight. This is the food show.
love talking about eating in restaurants and cooking and wine and all that, give us a call and tell us where you've been eating lately. I'd want that more than anything else, and I sure wish you would uh, safe me some of that. So tell me, if you went out to eat on Easter Sunday, no matter what you call Easter Sunday, uh, call me and tell me where you went and how it was, and I will make a mental note. I might actually make a written note, and next year I will have uh, a list of all of this information that I wouldn't have had before, and I thank you for it. Now you went to huh? the, the uh, was it the lake lake uh, lake house, the lake house. Yeah, you yeah. told us you went there, but you never told us what you ate there. Uh, let's see, I, I had a steak, <laughs> believe it or not. It, it was uh, this huge buffet. They had lots and lots of vegetables and uh, pasta dishes. All of that was good. Uh, the, about the only size, uh, the only side of this that didn't come out as interestingly as I would have hoped was they didn't have much for dessert. Uh, but the the place was so busy. I don't know how they could serve even the customers they already had, let alone all the ones that were arriving every few seconds. Uh, they were really, you know, filling the the, uh, the, the tables and and every other place you could. That's a that's a great old building. It was built in I think 1804. It goes way back. It's the oldest lot in Mandeville. It goes back to 190 uh, something. So did you have uh, the uh, bread pudding topped with peeps? I didn't have it. I had them. Uh, it was bread pudding topped with uh, a little chunk of of chocolate, but no no peeps. And uh, I did get one peep, but it didn't look like a peep to me because it was shaped wrong. I'm, I'm used to the one that kind of looks like a little a little flowing. I just hard to explain. So you're uh, a peep traditionalist. I'm a, yeah, that's exactly right. I'm a peep traditionalist. I, you, I couldn't have put it better myself. Speaking of uh, t- a couple more things about crawfish from our edible dictionary, Ecrevis. Uh, Ecrevis, I remember when uh, you'd see that on the menu at Antoine's. Ecrevis, what in the world is that? Well, it's crawfish. Oh, well, then you get it. Uh, But that's simple enough. Then uh, there's another one that is in the same category. Sauce Nantois, N-A-N-T-U-A. Nantois is very French. And it comes, it's a very thick, smooth sauce made from crawfish. And a mirepas of vegetables and some brandy and some cream. Its classic use is with a crawfish ragu, or a g- looks like ragout, uh, with canals of fish. I used to get a lot of uh, joking around with my wife about that because her maiden name was Canel. So uh, anyway, so here it was again. Uh, anyhow, that they uh, up in that part of the world, the northern part of Europe, they they really do eat a lot of crawfish and things related to crawfish. It doesn't sound right, but there it is. Two six zero six three six eight. It's the food show. Uh, and do we have any uh, business we need to transact? Act? We're done with that. Oh, okay. Uh, we will be back with another show tomorrow. Of course, we haven't left this one yet. So. Uh, Somebody call me and tell me something interesting so we can uh, bring our program into a nice little landing. 
just instead of slamming onto the uh, when we came when we came back a, a few weeks ago it was one of those airplanes that lands like <laughs> it was loaded down with with sacks of uh, lord knows what anyway <laughs> whenever that happens it unnerves me for a minute but uh, uh we're told that eh, big deal 2606368 2606368 tomorrow i'll be uh i'll be giving a talk to a group that is not open to the public so or else i'd tell you about it but uh if you ever get an opportunity to hear one of my uh my talks i think they're actually pretty good if i say so myself but then again what what route do I what right do I have to do? What that? will so, you be talking about? Oh, why well, I'll be talking about food, of course, just like we talk about over here. What kind of food? Oh, uh, we, I have an, a, a particular uh, specialty involving soups du jour, and uh, those who uh, have ever uh, listened to me uh, give a, a talk, uh, you will be laughing right about now because I get um, I, uh, I use a lot of those uh, jokes. So you talk about everyday products. Yeah. Well, you know, it's all, it all bog- it comes down to that to begin with anyway. So do, 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 what are, what are we, we uh, I'm looking for somebody who can call me right now. You don't have to talk more than two minutes if you want to go on just one minute or if you want to go for like seven minutes call me and uh, let's talk for a minute it's no big deal it is easy to do i will not do absolutely anything to that would make you uh, wish that you hadn't got together with us but you know it's when we get to the end of the show every day i never know what to do maybe i'd put some work into it it would get anywhere with it but uh what i'm asking for is that you right now just two six zero six three Six eight two six zero sixty three sixty eight. I'll bet you you'll say something smarter than I would, and I'm not all that. Well, let's just let that go. Two six zero six three six eight. Now we only have like a, a minute and a half now, so uh, we won't be on for for too long. Uh, while we're waiting, however, let's see what else we have here. Oh, uh, uh, this you can look at this two different ways as being a food issue. Or something that is very decidedly not a food issue. Here we go. Uh, the supernova that became the Crab Nebula dissipated in brightness to below what the naked eye could see on this date in 1056. 1056. That is a while ago. It had been bright enough that you could see it in the daytime. And it's still there as a sort of a stellar soft-shell crab in your telescope, if you have a telescope. But the Crab Nebula uh, is, uh, gets a special little, uh, little dinger on, on, its, uh, on its mention here. So uh, there's that. Uh, on, let me see. I've got a couple more here. Uh, this is the birthday in 1950. Oh, gosh, she's just, she and I are about the same age. Jancis Robinson. If you are a wine buff, you already know, without my having to say anything else, who Van, uh, Jancis Robinson is. She is a very, very influential British wine writer. 
She has written uh, books on the subject uh, till they came out her ears and hundreds and hundreds of articles, uh, plus a television show that she's done. She's one of the most vocal proponents of the merits of the Riesling uh, kind of uh, um, uh, grape, uh, grape uh, stuff, you know, white wine. Yeah, Rieslings. Oftentimes they're a little sweet, sometimes not. But uh, anyway, Jancis Robinson is the lady who uh, makes that more interesting than it might other be otherwise be. Well, uh, we are coming into the station here. Talk to you tomorrow with more of the Food Show. Have a good dinner. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.